Maggie and Kyle are dating and cohabitating. For some reason, they think this gives them the right to advise other people about their relationships, as if they have it all together. I once saw Maggie eat at two Taco Bells in a row, and Kyle has a crippling cookie addiction. If you want my advice, don't follow their advice. Welcome to Roommate Lovers. I'm Maggie, and I can't come over because I'm allergic to your pets. I'm Kyle, and these hips don't lie. Say, "Mime Kyle." I love <laughs> I that. Think I did. It's not going to work for a podcast, but I <laughs> do least, love it. At least I said my name right, and we are <laughs> the Roommate Lovers. Uh, so we're mm. we're going to be here to answer some some questions for Ew. you. Mm, I love uh, it. I don't but, know why I'm just I'm sort of tasting it today. Mm. Yeah, you're really mm. tasting it, mm. and you know what I'm tasting is the you know what episode number we're on. Oh. You know what episode this is. <laughs> sorry i choked uh it's uh, episode 69 69. (laughs) nice it's uh it's it's a funny number god it's such a it's such an honor to have um Mm -hmm. to do a comedy podcast and to make it all the way yes to make it to the final episode so thanks for listening it would be nice if we just stopped and then somehow like someone looked at the roommate lovers Mm -hmm. podcast and they saw like oh how many episodes do they do because that's the first thing i ask 69 episodes that's funny well when we 69, we finish. <laughs> All right. Well, there's no tap in that. Uh, let's get to some questions. Uh, this one comes from alias Nance Chickles Aww. from Los Angeles. Uh, I think I might know what that alias is. Okay. I took my girl to the corner of Tongue Tangle Road and oh. Suckface Boulevard in the car last night. My question is, how do you feel about a car mouth mush session? Ooh. Hot or not? Hmm. It's a good question. It's a good tasty one. I am gonna. I'm gonna taste. I'm trying to taste everything in this podcast. That's gross. Mm. Don't know. We don't. It tastes like it looks better than it actually is. Okay. That's car makeouts, Mm -hmm. right? Like you, it feels like you're like, well, we're right here. Let's go. But then it's and it sounds fun and it's always in the movies and but then you do it and it's like this isn't this actually is uncomfortable can we limited space but you know i think here's the thing if you're into it you're into it i mean that's just what it is oh yeah i'm I'm voting hot i'm voting not (laughs) but it's a tentative not it's it's like if we're gonna like eh. i mean here's the do it i I don't like the idea of people being able to see me like someone looks through the window and they (laughs) see me making out you gotta go to make out point honestly the more i think about it someone watching me make out is Horrifying. What do you me. think happens when you park your car? Do, you, do people just come up to your car and just start looking in the window? Well, I don't know, but it's possible if I was in like a Walmart parking lot, someone's like, oh my goodness, look at them going at it. Yeah. That's how he does it? Nice. That is not right. Episode 69, we're going to get a little freaky. Freaky. Does anyone knock on the bathroom doors? Does anyone knock on closed bathroom <laughs> doors in public? When using a single restroom in public, for example, at the office or Starbucks, etc., mm-hmm. more than half the time when someone else wants to use it, they just try turning the handle. Luckily for me, I haven't come across any faulty door locks. But why the hell does hardly anyone knock? I also noticed that when I knock, I sometimes hear silence or an annoyed response. What? I am an... Oh, no. This <laughs> The next thing I'm about to say, I might gag. I am an old m- millennial... 
<laughs> and always knocked on restrooms. I'm sorry, podcast. I know that's not podcast listeners. I'm, I know that's not uh, yes. good to hear. But I'm an oh, oh, millennial. millennial. It's okay, Meg. It's okay. It's okay. And I always knocked on restroom doors before. Is this a new thing, or am I out of line for knocking slash expecting you know, others to knock? Can you let me finish before you start answering the question, Kyle? Sorry. Have some goddamn respect. My bad. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, it's funny. I never would have thought that's like a newer thing. I think there is something hmm. to that. I feel like, I feel like, door locks as they are have actually evolved quite a bit since the '60s. Now, how old do you think millennials are? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you think they're from the '60s? I'm just saying. I just used the '60s as, as a reference point. You know, that's when the Beatles came to America. It's yeah. when the moon got got touched. touched. <laughs> so you know. Uh, I just the sixties are where I start any uh-huh. conversation. Before then, black, nothing, nothing. Bef- well, it, unless you Void. count Chuck Berry, I guess, I, and I do, and, and, I, and do. I do because he's referenced in Back to the Future, well, which is from the eighties, which is after the sixties, which is after yeah. the sixties. So listen, I do think there's something about locks that have elevated to a point where mm. locks are more reliable. I've been to a sure. bathroom recently where it was like an electronic lock; you had to enter the code to get in, and then it just like. You press a button, it goes like, click, and it's like I'm relying on this electronic device to, to, so no one comes in here and watch me dump a load. That is a robot. Yeah, that so is I a counted robot. a robot. It did work out. Wow, but I do feel like there's something okay. about locks that has developed. I think I think that's one part of it. And I think the second part is that I think uh, us as a culture, older, younger millennials, uh, <laughs> wherever uh, they are, uh, I think. Uh, I think there is that like thing where people don't like to call on the phone as much I anymore. I was going to relate it to this. Shit. It was like, yeah. don't talk to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking a number two or probably more likely a number one. Don't talk to me. Would you say you take more number ones than number twos? I would say that's why they're called number ones. No, I, I do way more number twos. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I just say that recently uh-huh. I was in a... Ah, well, uh, that coffee was so good. Let me go take a little, a little, a little piss. Let me go in the bathroom. Oh, did you need to go to the bathroom, Miss? I'm sorry. How in the hell are you here? What? Oh, me? Oh no, I just. I... Uh, this is a coffee shop I go to after work, Lawrence. Uh, yes, well, I I started working at the Starbucks, uh, local Starbucks, and. I'm sorry, do I know? Do you need to use the restroom? We work together at the Freehand Hotel, a real hotel oh. in Chicago. Yes. That well. We- do you need the bathroom code? I can tell you what it is. Can you guess it? I need it. It's 69. <laughs> wow. That worked out. Yeah. So actually, I, uh, yeah, I'm pro knock. Yeah. I think you got, I mean, I think you should knock, but I got to say I don't. I also think, uh, here's the thing. I, I do, I think I do sort of do like a little knock, but I don't expect a response. It's more like a uh, knock, knock. I'm about to jiggle the handle. <laughs> It's yes. sort of like a boat. Yeah. It's like knock knock. Yes. A wiggle wiggle. Okay, here's here's what I probably do do. Oh, oh. I know, number oh. two. Oh. Uh, here's what I do do is <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, studio audience. But no. I think if, if the door is unlocked and I'm opening it, I think I do typically open it slower <gasps> to give someone a chance to go like ah! in here. Yeah. So I open it slower. Okay, great. And Maggie, you know, and this this funny, Maggie's been doing this thing lately. The like yesterday I was in the shower. And she does this huge knock. It's like, it's so. Come on. You're in the it's shower. Like, I know. But like, she does this like knock on the I'll door. Like, it I'm freaks me out. I'm coming in the bathroom. It sounds like it's some like government agency about to knock the door in. Who's going to knock and that I said, loud? And I said, why are you knocking so hard? She's like, I just wanted you to be able to hear it. And I'm like, listen, we've been together a long time. Uh, too, ca- too long to care. 
all I need you to do is if you need to say something and you think I can't hear it, like just open the door a crack. Don't look and say like, I'm leaving or whatever it is you want to say to me. Yeah, but like, won't that scare you if like to, he- to no. hear a voice in it the room? It scared me you're- much more because I'm like, who is attacking this door? Me. Okay, so just knock with discretion. Next question. Why do people want to take the conversation off the dating app so quickly? It seems like a huge portion of the men I talk to on Hinge or Bumble ask for my phone number after only a few messages exchanged. I usually try to politely say I'd rather talk on the app until we meet in person because I hate giving out my number to men I barely know. I've had to block more than a few people's numbers and have learned my lesson. But there's always some people who interpret that as a rejection and get offended or hostile. I don't get it. Why do so many people feel the need to jump very quickly off the dating app? It makes no sense I to me. I don't. Hey, can you not fucking start until I finish the question? Oh my fucking goodness. Get out of here, laughing audience. I wasn't done with that question. Okay, I'm going to have to read the whole question again. Why do people want to take the conversation? Blah, 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 blah. It makes no sense to me. Okay, your turn, Maggie. I emphatically agree with this person. It's this texting someone a message is the exact same as messaging them in an app. Who cares how you're messaging them? Why do you need my phone number? What are you going to do? Fucking like track me? No, you don't get that until I make sure that you are not a serial killer. Sure. Right? What is that? That makes sense. What is that? I mean, I think for some people, what I've seen is some, some people feel, you know, I mean, typically on these apps, what happens more often for hetero relationships is... Men tend to get less matches than women, and women are getting more matches. Yeah. Uh, so I think for some hetero relationships with men, I think that they see it as like a next step, like, oh, we're clicking. Mm-hmm. So I get, I mean, like, yeah, that, but that doesn't okay. take away from what you just said. I feel like you're right. There's something about like, oh, we clicked, like, let's. Maybe there's something in like, oh, this app is just a way for us to meet, but like, let's make this official. Like, let's actually start chatting. This isn't real chatting. Let's actually start chatting yeah. via text. That's well, and, real. It's like the next step, sort yeah. of. It's like it's like oh, and, and like. But that's what she's saying, though. Is right. She's saying like, mm-hmm. why are they trying to take the next step immediately? Well, I think I think obviously I think both sides in this sort of hetero relationship. It's like I think both sides need to understand a little bit of those. Yeah. Uh, what people are concerned about, you know, it's, she's had to block people. Yeah. Understandably, you know, yeah. there's there's some creeps out there sometimes there are uh yeah i think so i saw a movie about oh, it once no. it was called cars 2 <laughs> yes um <laughs> so but, sad uh so you know so i mean but but i think for some guys they're probably like oh i, I want to take this to the next yeah. level we clicked and yeah. they probably did yeah but you just it's hard to tell through messaging you know okay. what's happening so first of all i i'm completely on her side i feel uh, like you you need to get you dudes you need to not like you need to wait. You need sure. to go off their lead. But I also feel like there's something in getting a number that's like ingrained in us from the media that we have consumed. Mm. Like unlike apps, there's not enough movies from our childhood yet about people <laughs> like talking yeah. and chatting and meeting, yeah. doing meet cutes on apps. Yeah. As so much there are all of the, our past stories that have, we have been consuming are like, hey, can I get your number? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's something about like maybe that's just what they think they're supposed to do. That makes sense. For, because that's what like we've been taught. That makes sense. It's Maggie, like, give me your number. Would you like me to t- give you my number? I'm not ready for that. I don't want you to know where I well, live. Well, I'm going to give it to you either way because it was a setup and I just really want to say it now. <laughs> so here's the payoff. Here's my number. 69. You know, that thing you were just saying though, I the thing you were saying, I did... There was this um, 
NPR's Life Kit. It's a podcast. We get it. You yes. love. I'm very astute. You I listen to the NPR podcast. And um, but there was this thing about dating apps and all that. And and one of the things it talked about was uh, with dating or with our lives, with anything, we're we're all like addicted to our own stories and narratives. Mm-hmm. So like we play out this story in our everyone head. Except, so, except me because except Maggie, I am the actual protagonist. Yes. Maggie's of, the protagonist yeah. of us all. Yeah. Um, but no, it, and so w- what that means with apps is a lot of people, there's a lot of people who don't want to do the dating apps and, mm. and I get it, but like, and it's because they have a narrative in their head of like, oh, I want to meet someone, you know, in real life, like I've seen stories about, yes. just like you're saying about the phone number yeah. thing. So it's like you're, you're creating like, like a narrative and like a story in your head for how you see it playing out. Yeah. And sometimes that phone number I think could play into yeah, that. Yeah, I think there's like cultural touchstones mm-hmm. that like, you just getting from one stone to the next stone, but like, oh, getting phone number equals one of those touchstones. Yeah. Like running into someone in the hallway and dropping my books everywhere. That's mm-hmm. the way you meet That's someone. That's a great way to meet someone. <laughs> you know, yeah. So we need more stories, more movies about, uh, about yeah. dating apps. Hinge, make a feature film. What, what could we title this dating app movie, Maggie? Okay. Um, 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 Mr. Swipe Guy. But <laughs> uh, nope. How to swipe a guy in 10 days. Sounds like you're gonna rob his apartment, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it works. It's it's actually both. She tries to rob him, and then they fall in love. Oh, meet, meet, lose. Uh, Tinderella. <laughs> okay, let's Tinder- do another question. Tinderella. That's good. Getting over someone you barely dated. I've been dating at a snail's pace for the last few months. When I met a girl I really liked on Hinge, we went on two dates, both of which went well, but she ghosted after the second. Normally, two dates is nothing and people move on, but I'm actually consumed by thoughts of her and have a hard time processing it. Do you think snails date? I was just going to say, if you're dating at a snail's pace, that what that really means to me is that you're dating left and right because snails can't get it. Snails fuck. Snails fuck. I mean, they're basically one big sexual organ. Yeah. With a shell. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. No, it's, you're not wrong. Okay, great. You're not wrong. A I snail mean, is just a slimy ass dick squirming w- around the forest floor. I wonder how they do it. That's an interesting question. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have that for Wait, you. Hey, folks, we're going to get back. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, next week. Yeah. We'll get back. Uh, yeah. So getting over someone, getting over someone that's barely dated, time. yeah, yeah. I mean, you. Just, I mean, we've only been dating for like five hundred years. So if I was going to leave you now, how would you get over it? Uh, like, it's ga- not that long. Some some games okay. going out. No, I mean, I think. I mean, I can't help but feel like it almost is a skill. Am I, do you think I'm yeah, wrong? No, I completely agree. I just know that like any of. I mean, this isn't the same thing they're saying, but I I just know er, earlier in my life I I was. You know, I would I would get more hung up on relationships, yeah. and, and now if like well, if this ended, I'd be like, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever. I don't, I don't care. No, I like I, don't care at it, all. It does almost feel like a skill, and I think especially with dating, I, I feel like it almost is. I don't know, like I mean, or something you get used to, and you just like. It, and it's not to say that you shouldn't feel anything because I think you should. Your your feelings are yeah. real, but it's almost like a, like feel it, live in it for a, a moment. And like and like find a way to move on, and, and yeah. maybe it's different for everyone, but part of it is like. There's definitely gonna be more good things in your life, and you just gotta keep going. For me, I they're think they're making another Taika Waititi Thor movie. They're making another Taika Waititi Thor movie, folks. Second season of Our Flag Means Death. That's is got a go. announced. Like you got a lot to live for. So, Both of those are Taika projects. <laughs> Taika all day. He's got a Star Wars film or trilogy coming out. Oh, There's that's a lot amazing. to look forward to. Dude, Taika is the is the epitome. Taika is 69 if it was a person. That is very true. Yes, that's accurate. Oh. Anyways, so 
I don't know. For me, I feel like almost like um, just doing something new, yeah. doing something different, going out, like getting getting out of your habit is a good way to like kind of move on. There's a, so Kyle, I'm not outing you too much here, but you are someone who fixates on something. Like if you if something wow. bothers you, you'll fixate on it What do you it mean by that? Right? Oh no, here no, we go. No, I'm serious. I mean, what, so, tell me what you mean by that. Um, So you'll just no. fixate, you'll fixate on stuff. I'm fixated? You know, yeah, you'll, okay. you'll fixate no, that's, on no, that's it. That's fine. No, and well, so no, a lot we'll, of times. We'll, we'll talk about this later. That's fine. You'll literally just go for a walk. I mean, that's not the same. It's just I'm not saying going for one walk will get make you get over someone that you no, you're right. That you I dated, mean, but like doing things like that, like instead of just sitting and stewing in it, like just making yourself go outside. That's true. Yeah, and that doesn't solve everything. But no, no it I mean, doesn't. But it's good for it you. It does help me, and I, I have to ask Maggie to force me to like go out sometimes. Yeah, it's like I, I'm just so hyper focused. Yeah. 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 Is this funny? trivia? Okay, I think it's trivia time. Let's get to trivia, Maggie. A film is coming out this week, and okay. it is called Lightyear. Oh, yeah. And it's about young gentlemen barely starting out in the world who goes to space and does some stuff. Okay. A weird way to summarize it, but sure. His name is Buzz Lightyear. But what was his name originally in the first pass of the screenplay for Toy Story? Oh, wow. I should know this. Was it A, Astro Alex, B, Martian Mel, C, Spaceman Sal, or D, Lunar Larry? This episode is brought to you by Bath Bombs. Don't worry, only one in 300 is a real bomb. Whoa, come down to Larry's Lazy Lot. Larry's Lazy Lot has nothing here. There's absolutely shit. We got pebbles, but that's all. You can lay down on the ground. You can jump over a pebble. You can find a another person here. Maybe if they come down, someone join me at Larry's Lazy Lot. Kyle, I'm going to need an answer from you. Okay, can I get the uh, things again? What is Buzz Lightyear's original name? Was it A, Astro Alex, B, Martian Mel, C, Spaceman Sal, or D, Lunar Larry? A. That is incorrect, oh. The sad sir. thing is, is I feel like I've, I've heard this. Like, I've watched a bunch of Toy Story documentaries. I love Pixar. Go His original ahead. name was D, Lunar Larry. Yeah, I guess that sounds yeah. familiar. But I, I uh, dang it. Buzz Lightyear's way better. Good job. Yeah. That's why writing is rewriting. Yeah. Well, this the, is a the, screenwriting podcast now. Writing is rewriting. Uh, okay. So uh, I, I got a segment for us, Maggie. I was I was working on a different segment and that sort of fell through. So I oh. got a new segment. Okay. It's definitely just as good and it is not just like something I came up with right before. Um, so <laughs> here's what it is, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love garage sales. Right. Oh you my know, God. we all know that. I went to a Just garage sale. Just earlier today, was, you sent me a text of a picture. Why are of, you telling my story for me? Okay, go. Thank you. Uh, so, just <laughs> earlier today, <laughs> I laid the scene. I was <laughs> out walking and I came upon, naturally, a garage sale out in the wild. And there's nothing better than finding a garage sale that you in didn't the, know was yes. there. Oh, so true. I what wasn't a, what a rush. looking for garage sales. I wasn't hunting for garage sales. Mm-mm. I wasn't searching for a garage do sale. another synonym i wasn't out and about mm-hmm. wagging my boot out 
in the hopes of it hitting a garage sale. English is a beautiful language. English is, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I came across a garage sale, and um, I did find something there. <gasps> and this is this is what I want you to do, Maggie. I want you to guess what I bought at a garage sale. And your clue is that it fits inside this backpack. Okay. 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 So I have a backpack here. It's a regular black backpack. Would you call that black? I would say it's more of a slate gray. Okay, it's a slight gray Slate gray. Shut up. Okay, so I want you to tell me what you think is in this backpack. What did I buy from a garage sale? Uh, You can ask me a couple questions if you want. How many questions do I get to? I feel like I want a number. You get get three questions. Yes or no questions? Is this like a Uh, 20 questions rule? Yes or no questions. Okay. Um, Is it something you have expressed an interest in purchasing in the past not really no i mean okay not really okay um is it for you yeah yes okay um, these are terrible questions by the way I, I, well, I, if it's I feel a gift like you've for really someone spent else. your load already if it's if it's like so, here's what it is if if it was something you said that you had wanted to buy in the past i'd be like well it's another bag <laughs> sure if I it's mean, not for you that's a huge that's i just a huge thought you'd deal. be asking more like physical things or something I don't okay know. is it heavy um not heavy mm. but not light can i have two more questions yeah because those are terrible they questions. were good questions everyone agrees um is it practical uh yeah okay at least it was at a certain point in time especially is it colorful no okay i'm gonna need your guess kyle uh-huh can i can i carry can i hold the no. bag uh-uh. please no i just want to hold it to see no because our listeners won't be able to fine hold it fine okay just fine. give me this okay i'll see what do we do? that is heavy wow <laughs> well there's other stuff in my bag oh but my yeah, god i guess it i guess it's mostly that okay kyle no my laptop's in there too that's what's also okay heavy. okay yeah. it was practical at one point in time so that makes me mm-hmm. think it's, it's some kind of electronic thing or <laughs> related to electronics is it a <laughs> dvd player okay so i was listening to this american life yesterday and they did this story about uh feel free to guess at any point of this thank you i will it is not a dvd player but they were doing a uh, a story about um these kids and i think it was kindergarten and the kids uh, were, they kept tattling on each other over and over again. So it was a story about how all of us, whatever age, feel like we want to be, you know, we want things to be fair and we don't like being treated unfair. So the kids kept tattling on each other to the teacher and it was like getting, it was too much. Like it was just like over little things constantly. So this teacher came up with a great idea. They set up a uh, tattle phone in the room on the wall. You bought a phone? And they could, uh, go up to the tattle phone and say whatever was bothering them. Like, you bought oh, a phone? Like, oh, Jimmy, you know, pushed me over. Oh, this kid licked my ear. Like, whatever. Ew. So I was thinking, man, it would be... That That sounds like a roommate lover's thing to have, like, a, a tattle phone. Like, somewhere <gasps> you could express your grievances. We're going to Comic-Con in a few weeks. And I was like, man, that'd be a cool gimmick. We were talking about ways to promote the podcast there. I was like, that'd be cool. And I was like, man, I would love to get another landline. I have one in Chicago. I don't have one here. Oh, so what did I get? My God! But oh, a nice my handheld. God. Let me see this. Oh my God! This it's is a, a, folks. This is a good. This is like a. 
this is like a phone. This is a black phone. This is like the emoji of a phone. Yeah, it's like this. Honestly, looks like what the president would have in like exactly. some like situation in the, it's, in it's the seventies. It's a deep black uh, tabletop corded phone. Oh my god! How much um, was this? Uh, guess five. I wanted it to be five. It was eight, which is <laughs> a weird That's price. Fine. But um, so I thought maybe we could um have a title phone. Yeah, Maggie. Maybe if if you want to pick up the phone. Yeah, I got and, one right uh, away. Hey, um, uh, you gotta talk into the mic still because the phone doesn't hey, have a mic in it yet. Um, hello, I would like to tattle on my fiance because he keeps doing this running gag where he makes me sound like a baby and it cries on the podcast, and it's really uh, unfair and inaccurate. I sound like this. I'm a big girl. Thank you. Okay, so did that make you feel better getting it off your chest? No, <laughs> it made me feel amazing see yeah yeah this experiment actually it had the kids did uh feel better and then they talked about how though like after like a month it seemed like it went down a little bit because nothing was changing i think so like oh so know. this is actually going to be nothing i don't know let can me, i can let me i do one. can i can i um uh, add something to this fine you know improv we're our yes. next team in order to tattle on the tattle phone you're gonna have to dial the tattle number okay and the tattle number okay is 69 Thank you so much for listening to the 69th episode of Roommate Lovers. Yes, we are mature, and mm-hmm. uh, so can you by sending us any questions you got. Send us a question about literally anything at all. Yeah, we um, love them. You can send us uh, voicemails. You can leave us an anonymous question or send us an email uh, from yourself or a question you find around the interwebs. Mm. All that can be found in the description of this podcast or at makeitupmedia.com I mean, just- slash roommates maggie don't cut me I'm off i'm sorry please. thank you just look inward and think to yourself what's worrying you right now you know what do you what's your big what's your problem man yeah or if hey or if maybe you just want to you, tattle you know if you want to tattle we use have the resource, number yeah. and that will be our uh that will be our, our our side tattle phone right there okay yeah but hey um if you like the show and you want to support the show you can support us on patreon it helps us out uh, with we, money. With, yes. Yeah. We have bonus episodes there and content. They're good. Oh, oh yeah. no, they're good. Um, but also, if you want to support the show, you can also support us by just telling a friend about the show. Mm. That really helps us out. Um, yeah, tell somebody. If you see something, tell someone. Thank you, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Is that all? No. I, what do I, I do? Say, I don't know. Oh, rating and review. Leave us ones. Oh, yeah. We're going to put them up on social media. I'm going to do it right after this recording. Wow, You Maggie. better believe that. Okay. Thank you, Beth Coon, for the intro. Thank you, Room Rats out there, for listening. Uh, anything else? No. Great. I'm Kyle. I'm Maggie. Be nice. Be cool. Hey, push the boundaries of your life into the next realm. Hi, I'm Gary, and I offer a dating service called Tip Tom Gary's Dating Service. The Tip Tom part, it it was my grandma's name. Anyways, use this service, and you're going to meet loved ones all the time. I'm talking about there's so much genitals all around. I mean, big genitals. 
small gents, tiny gents. Those are the options. Click whichever one you want on the form, and we will mail you a match in any day now. Just send us your credit card through the mail, and we will do it. Tiny Tom's Gary's Dating Service. For all your dating needs, mmm. That's it. Bye-bye.